scripture reading this morning comes from the book of John, chapter 20, beginning with the 19th verse. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house were, where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then his disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's great to have you here at Good Shepherd this morning as we worship in the house or we worship online. Uh, Thanks for everybody being here this morning. We ask that if you are worshiping with us online that you give us a comment or a or a wave or something to let us know that you are with us this morning. Uh, we are a family here at Good Shepherd, and if this is your first time, welcome to the family. So let's take a moment this morning to wave to each other in the house, to wave to those that are online so we can make that family connection. If you see a face that you don't recognize this morning, please introduce yourself. Uh, give them a good, uh, a good, good shepherd welcome this morning, and let us let them know how much we appreciate folks being a part of this family. I'm Pastor Regina, and I look forward to seeing you uh, or being with you this morning for the next few minutes. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. This is Jesus' statement to his disciples upon appearing to them after the resurrection. For a moment, I want us to just close our eyes. Don't fall asleep, but close your eyes and imagine Jesus standing in front of you, speaking directly to you and saying, As the Father has sent me, so I send you. The questions for us today, what will be your reply? Are you ready? Are you willing to be sent? Now before we can answer these questions, we must determine what the word sent means and what it means to be sent in the name of Jesus. Today continues our summer sermon series and focus on discipleship. Uh, discipleship, but we're going to shift our attention to being sent to serve as disciples. Serving is an act of discipleship. In the coming weeks, we will discover what it means to have a missional mindset, what determines our posture of sentness, ways to use our mission imagination. We will explore the new way of life that is lived in mission rather than simply in doing mission. We will end our journey by putting what we've learned into practice in ways that affect our community and then celebrating our experiences of mission together. We will invite others to walk alongside us in mission. We will love on those we serve who come to serve with us. This is a great time to pray for, love on, and invite one person that you have chosen to pour your time into this year. We will pray for our endeavors before, during, and after so that our efforts are bathed in prayer and God is glorified by our actions. 
Let's ask the question, how can Good Shepherd United Methodist Church be in mission to this community as followers of Christ, not simply doing mission, but living our lives as missionally-minded Christians? Each of us have varying gifts and talents that can be used in ways to glorify Christ. We must simply determine what gifts we have and how we can best use this, these gifts to further God's kingdom. Let's play a little game this morning. Yeah, it's okay to play a game in the, sa- in the sanctuary as we worship together. The game is called Would You Rather. <laughs> I'm going to read two choices. If your choice is A, you stand or raise your hand. And if you choose B, just stay seated. Would you rather win tickets to an NFL football game or a Broadway show? A, NFL football game. B, Broadway show. Would you rather live in the city or the country? A, the city. B, the country. A is the city, B is the country. Would you rather kiss a frog or kiss a prince? A, frog, B, prince. Would you rather drive on your vacation is A or fly on your vacation is B? Drive or fly? Which... Would you rather be in front uh, on the front row of a concert, A, or the front row of a political rally, B? A, concert, B, political rally. Would you rather read a book or watch a movie? Book, movie. Would you rather spend time on Facebook or Twitter or neither? Would you rather engage in mission... Or live missionally? Engage in mission or live missionally? Hmm. Trick question. Yes, I heard that in the back. That last one, it can be a bit tricky, can it? Engaging in mission and living missionally are often used interchangeably, but are actually two different meanings. Missions, or being mission-minded, is practical. It's typically seen as a program or an event. Mission is done at a certain time or at a specific place. Churches support missions educationally, financially, with short-term projects. Sometimes we send folks to do missions like we just sent our youth to Western Kentucky last week. Mission is viewed as something we do rather than the way we live. Being missional or living missionally is about God's redemptive mission as missionaries sent every day, right where we are, right in our own community. Living missionally is when we live our lives defined by following Christ on missions daily, living out our life in tandem with living our mission. Our workplaces, our schools, our neighborhoods, our community all become mission fields. Being missional is not about sending someone else. It's about each of us being sent. Each of us becomes the missionary, learning about people and creating ways of connection in order to share God's redemptive mission with the folks that we encounter. 
being missional is relational. Hands-on gospel stuff, folks. Spreading God's love through our daily action. Many of us have engaged in mission personally or corporately through our church. Good Shepherd United Methodist Church does a lot of good mission work. We bring hope and healing to our neighbors in our community and around the world through pragmatic efforts such as the food pantry, feed the need, and, and our, our shoeboxes that we're preparing to send. However, Jesus calls us to be more and to do more. Jesus himself was a missionary. Have you ever thought about that? Yes, he, he was sent by God to redeem God's people and to reconcile humanity's relationship with God. Let's think about all the places that Jesus was sent. Jesus was sent to earth. He left the gates of heaven, stepped down from the throne of grace, and, and was sent to earth to be in relationship with humanity. Jesus was sent to the sick, the powerless, the hurting in the villages and neighborhoods near Jerusalem. Jesus was sent into homes of the powerful, the weak, the unsuspecting. Jesus was sent into the synagogues to the religious elite and challenged the religious practices of the day. Jesus was sent into the streets, to the seashore, to the mountains, to the plains to spread the good news that God's kingdom had come near. Jesus was sent to live out his mission wherever he was. Jesus, the missionary, changed lives of everyone he met. This missionary is sending us to be on a mission with him, continuing the work that he began in his time on earth. Ultimately, Jesus was sent to the cross so that we too can be missionaries with him in our own corner of the world. In our scripture reading today, the, the disciples are traumatized and scared by the death of Jesus, their leader. He has risen and appeared to Mary Magdalene, who, who has told the disciples that, of his presence, and, but they're scared. They're scared of what is happening what is, and what will happen next. Jesus arrives through a locked door and their, and their fear, and he offers peace. He offers an invitation to live a sent life alongside him. Just like God sends Jesus, Jesus sends us. We, like the disciples, we often hide behind the, our closed doors of fear. We don't want to step out of our comfortable pews and well-heated and cooled buildings and take the church into scary places where, where folks may not think like us or who fail to understand why we want to share God's love with them. We want them to come to us and conform to our way of thinking and acting. We want them to come to us and appreciate what we do for them and not expect us to do anything with them. We act this way because we're afraid. We are fearful of being rejected. We are fearful of being ridiculed. We are fearful that we might not say the right things. We are fearful that we might have to change. We are fearful that the future might look different from the past that, and that we are charged with the, changing the way, things that we've done, the way we've done things in the past. We are fearful of losing control if we try a new approach. Our fear causes us to become angry at circumstances and distracted by conflict. But you know what? Jesus meets us where we are. 
He offers us peace. He doesn't doesn't call us from far away. He comes close to where we are. Jesus is present with us to, to walk with us and step out into new territory and into new adventures in His name. Jesus will be with us as we transform our way of thinking and doing mission to living missionally. Jesus knows that we will be scared. We can, we can see this because He offers the disciples peace. Jesus offers us that same peace, folks. Jesus knows where we are and offers us his peace at the beginning of his invitation to make the shift to a missional mindset. We can look beyond ourselves and our fears with with the assurance that the peace of Christ is ours through the shift into a new way of living. The responsibility of living missionally falls on the shoulders of all of us this morning of all believers, not just pastors and folks who give their lives to full-time ministry. If you claim to be a follower of Christ and profess to be a Christian, you too are sent to be in mission, regardless of where you are, where you live, or what your profession might be. You are sent to be in mission in your neighborhood, at your job, in your school, wherever you find yourself living your daily lives. Mission is a central purpose for Christians and our discipleship happens where we are. Missional living requires a change in mindset. It calls us for a new way of seeing ourselves and for those whom God has put in our midst. It's easy to write a check. It's easy to write a check and say, okay, I've I've given to missions. It's easy to volunteer for a particular project It's easy to let someone else carry the action of mission. It's easy to sit back and make excuses as to why we can't be in mission or or list the ways that we are mission-minded. Mission living, however, requires that we change our mindset. It becomes a bit more difficult for us to commit to living missionally and to change our mindset and understanding of mission but our mindset shapes our understanding of living missionally. We not only have to provide funds for missions, but we also have to provide follow-through to see that the mission is completed. We not only have to volunteer for a project, but we must see to it that the project is just not a one-time band-aid on a gaping hole, but of something that can be sustained and improve the situation that we're trying to address. If we are not able to carry out the mission ourselves, then we can enlist volunteers who who may be more able-bodied than ourselves and encourage and organize the efforts. We have to stop making excuses about what we cannot do and find something that we can do that connects to our compassion for others. All of us can do something. It's a simple matter of seeking what it is that God is calling us to do. We are all sent as as Jesus is sent. It takes courage to live missionally. It takes a new way of thinking and doing. We can live the courage and have a missional mindset because Jesus offers his peace and walks alongside us, guiding us in our efforts. There's a contemporary Christian song by a group down here called Here I Am. The last three lines of the song go like this. Here I am. All my life is an offering to you. 
somehow my story is a part of your plan. Here I am. Our lives are an offering to the God who created us. Our actions are ways by which we can live in mission to the world in which we live and serve the folks we encounter in our daily lives, all to the glory of God. As we begin to change our mindset and begin to live missionally, ask yourselves the following questions. What does it mean for my life that I am sent? What are the steps you can take to embrace a missional mindset? How will your perceptions and behaviors change to reflect that you are willing to be sent into the mission field in your sphere of influence? And what will you do to embrace your call as a sent one? Jesus said, As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. As a commitment to our beginning in the steps of adopting a missional mindset, let us say together the words of Jesus with a slight adaptation where it says, You, I want you to insert your name. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending Regina. Let us be sent into our community to be the hands and feet of Christ. As we come to communion this morning, I want us to think about what it means to be sent, what God is calling us to do as we are sent, and where God is calling us to go. If, if we think about that night where Jesus was with his friends and, and they're having dinner that normally they, they know how it's supposed to go, the ritual that, that it entails, Jesus is sending them. Jesus is sending them in a way that they don't even realize at that point. They, re- they know that, that he's, he's instituting a meal here that's a little bit different from their normal Passover meal. But as he talks, he's indwelling his spirit in them so that they will have the power to be sent into the world so that others may know him. When they gathered together that night, he took bread. He broke that bread and gave it to his disciples and he said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this as you eat it in remembrance of me. When supper was over, he took a cup, gave thanks to you, and gave, gave, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, he gave himself up for all of us so that we may be sent. Let us pray. Holy and awesome God, we implore your spirit to rest upon each of us and on these simple gifts of bread and wine. We ask that, that your spirit indwell in us so that we may know that you are sending us into the world to be your disciples. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If those who are helping me this morning will come forward.
piece of bread will be taken, given to you. You will dip it in the cup. The altar is open for anyone who wishes to pray. This table is open to all all people here. This is not the Good Shepherd table. It's not the United Methodist table. This is Christ's table, and all are invited. We have individual servings if you're more comfortable with that, and gluten-free options if you need it. Come forward, please.
As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Go in the name of Jesus into the world to live missionally. Amen. Amen. So with God, we are dismissed. Here.